What's up? What's up? What's up? Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Howdy. How else can you say hello? Hola. Um, welcome. Um, so the 90 Day Fiance OG season, it just went off. Um, I watched it on Max and I got a lot to talk about. I got a billion notes. I hope you guys are ready. Judy, first one in. What's up, Judy? Um, I'm really excited about this season. I know that the seasons have been kind of eh lately. So I'm kind of happy that this season started off a little stronger. So I have a lot to talk about. I hope the the response is the same from you guys. Hey, Kara. Um, Takumed. Hi. All right, I accepted you, Judy. We're waiting on Didi to arrive. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I am um excited about this premiere. Like honestly, hey, ninety day rocks. I love your stuff. I'm excited about this premiere. Like, there's a lot of drama. Um, I was really, in, I was thoroughly entertained. I didn't pause it one time, so I'm 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 ready to get into this. I'm ready to start judging people, yep. right? Like. I'm ready to start judging people because I feel like this season there's gonna be a lot, right? Let's start judging. I, I feel like I have my my judge Judy robe on. Yeah. All I need is my gavel because I'm like, what? Right. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey. How so, you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. <laughs> I have to bring up the weather was really good today. It was kind of cold outside, and I'm not used to that. So I was like, okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm having, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I could go outside without passing out. I'm liking that. It was hot here today. Oh, so we have opposite days. Yeah, it was. It was like 80, cold here. It was 84 here today. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it was 70, like 72 or something. It was really cold. Then the sun wasn't out. I went outside and the cold air hit me and I haven't felt that since Ohio. I was like, whoa, I haven't felt that in a while. Okay, so. First reactions, like before we get into it, I want to get like everybody's reaction, like of the yes, Judy, that felt cold to me today. <laughs> it did. I'm not. I don't. Don't. Judy's from Florida, so Judy's like, what are you talking about? For for what I'm used to, it's usually 98 degrees. So yes, it was 72. I felt cool air for the first time. So I was like, yeah, it felt that cold. is shorts and tank top weather here for sure. See, that's what I'm saying. Like I I, I was in Ohio. And anything over 50 degrees with shorts weather. Yeah. So whatever. Okay. Okay. So I want to get your first um, reactions before we jump in because I got, look, I got like pages and pages of notes, but I want to know what caught your attention. Who's your favorite? Who's a standout for you? Let's get into that first. Any, just anybody? Yeah. Jump in. Jump in. It's like Gino, a swimming pool. And Gino and Jasmine, we knew we're coming, but I was, I was kind of taken aback that she... I don't know. I felt like she trying to say it without being a total dick because we all know how I feel. But like, I, I felt like she favored the one kid, and I was really disappointed with that. Well, she has two sons, right? Supposedly, there was only one son there. But, but yeah, the way that she, she only talked about, yeah, she only talked. About about the one son and she still is not referring to her sister as her daughter or whatever yeah. but she was there at least yeah. she was like she was there at least like where was the other son that was like my first question yeah. so i was like this is a very important um conversation to have they both should be present 
And if they're both by the same dad, which I'm pretty sure they are, why was one there and one not? I was yeah. really confused. It's still something fishy. What do you think? Right? I mean, yeah. maybe he was younger. And they're I was supposed like, well, maybe he's to younger. have the same dad, but only one son was there. Yeah. Because she had. Well, yeah, point. yeah. Because I was like, well, maybe he's like younger and they don't want him on TV, but this kid was really young too. Right, because I was like, this is a really young kid. So I don't understand. There's a lot of questions that we still need to have answered. But um, so, Didi, where are you at? What What did you see on this premiere that got you excited about the season? There's going to be a whole lot of drama because everybody's full of shit already. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know. That's how I felt, too. Like, every story, <laughs> I tweeted this out, had layers to it. There's no just like relationships. There's layers, there's secrets, there's lies, there's um, deceit. Um, I'm, I'm really obsessed with Nicole and Justin's story. Like I'm really interested in, in, in unraveling these layers because they're on a second K1, I'm right? Her. Wait, what'd you say? I'm upset with her. Wait, 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 let's not get into it. Like, wait, wait, let's not get into that yet. <laughs> I want to start off with um, Black Ashley. I'm up. Okay, because... Um, Black <laughs> Ashley and Manuel, because apparently she's a witch. And this is weird because we've gotten a witch on the show before. I, I got another Kimberly on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she's a witch. And then I had this poll on Twitter. And I was like, so if you're in a relationship with someone who's like a straight up Catholic, right? Is it like um, a requirement that you tell them that you're a witch? You know, because some people are like, um, well, if you're trans, some people are like, you're supposed to tell the person that you're trans. You're not supposed to like enter into a relationship without being open and honest. But how does it work with, and I don't think that that goes for trans either. I think it's a, it's a personal thing and you get to know the person first. But, like, how does it go in relationships? Do you think that if you're a witch and you practice witchcraft and this person's a straight up Catholic, they don't believe in that at all. Do you think it's fair for them to move all the way across the world from Ecuador to be with you without knowing no, that? No way, dude. No way. If I walked into somebody's house and there was freaking burning shit and cauldrons and <laughs> all that shit, I'm out. I'm out. I'll run back to my country. Well, right. Okay. So, Dee Dee, do you feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is some things that you need to, Just you know, let, let them right? know. Yeah. yeah. Especially like if you're a, if you're a witch. I mean, you walk even even if you walk in someone's house that you that you've been talking to for a while and you. You don't even, it can be even a friendship and you walk in their house and you see all this stuff, you're going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. What kind of person am I mixed up with? That's what I know. <laughs> and it's like, I don't judge anyone that, um, that practices witchcraft. Like I grew up in Louisiana, so there was a lot of voodoo, yeah. um, around like my, um, friends, mothers, aunts, cousins, everyone practiced voodoo around where I grew up, even though I was a certain religion, we didn't, it was around me. And I didn't like judge anyone or whatever, however they lived, it was their thing. But I think if you're moving across the world to be with someone and marry them, you should know if they're doing something that's like a direct um, opposite of what your religion is, how you were brought up. I think it's only fair, you know, well, so you enter. We've said it before, <clears throat> excuse me. We've said it, we've all said it before that if I'm, if we're talking to someone that we don't know, we're going to get to know everything about them in the first 24 hours. Their their hopes, their dreams, their childhood, their parents, their parent, grandparents, their, their grandparents' childhood. We're going to know everything about them. So if I packed up my life and I moved to a completely different country and I walk in and it's a, a witch's 
whatever you call them. I don't even know the right word. Um, but, yeah, what do you call it? Is it a cauldron? A, a, den. a den. Like a witch's den. A den, okay. yeah. So you walk, walk into a witch's den, like, how do you, you, okay, there's certain circumstances that you can walk out. So you talk to this guy forever, have no idea that he's a football fan. You walk into his house and it's all football. It's right. football all the time. Okay, I can deal with that. I walk into a witch's den. I'm terrified to walk out because is she going to put a spell on me and shit? Is she going to make a voodoo doll of me? Like, what the hell? That shit needs to be disclosed immediately. Right? And can we discuss the fact that they've known each other for a decade? Yeah. A decade. Yeah. And this has never come up. Yep. And she's met him in person. She's been over there to Ecuador. Like, I'm really confused at why she's withholding information. Oh, and on top of that, Manuel is not telling his mother that he's moving to America yeah. on a K-1 visa, which is a red flag, right? Like, yeah. red flag. your mother loves you and wants the best for you, there's a reason that you would tell her that because she, mothers worry. Like, part of being a mother as a personality trait is constant worry. Right. So apparently, as a construction worker in Ecuador, it's possible for him to take a job and be gone for three months, six months to a year on that job. So they travel for construction. A little different from the U.S. Like, not all construction. Most construction workers, like, they sleep at home at night. Uh -huh. But apparently, in his country, it's possible. So he's like, I'm just going to tell her I'm on a job, but I'm actually out of the country. That's a red flag for me. And then we found out that he has family in the United States, in New York, yeah. where he's going. Okay, and that's a huge red flag, too, because I was like, we know somebody who came to America on a K-1 visa and had family here and left the person, Louise. You know, yeah. we know someone who has done that. Many people have done it. They just needed somebody's dime to get yeah. over here on, and then they could get into the life with their family that they actually wanted. And I'm really worried about the fact that they're both keeping secrets. Yeah. Because I feel like the more secrets you have, the less likely the relationship is going to work. She's keeping secrets. He's keeping secrets, not just from her, but from her family. And I'm just worried there's too much deceit for anything positive to come out of it, right? And she said verbatim, if things don't go the way I see fit, I'm ready to bounce. Where are you bouncing to? He's living with you. Where are you bouncing to? You can't just... Hmm. Well, yeah, right. And, and if they've already married, if she wants the bounce, I mean, she's still stuck with him. She's yep. still responsible for him, regardless. Yep. So, also, what's up with the visa expiring like the day he gets there? Yeah, what the hell there, is that? There's so many layers to this story. Every time I thought I was getting a hold of what was going on between Ashley and Manuel, there's another layer of yeah. shit. That she just laid out like it was nothing. She was like, oh, well, if he doesn't get here today, the visa's expired and he's probably stuck in customs. And I was like, well, we know for a fact you can get stuck in customs for like days. Yeah. Remember Amira from 90 Day yeah. Fiance, I think season eight or whatever? She was stuck for days yeah. in a detention center, like detained. So I was like, you're expecting that he's going to get through customs within a few hours to make his connecting flight to get to you. And if he doesn't, then the visa's just expired. And then they're going to send them back, yeah. right? Isn't that how it works? Like, if your visa's expired, they just send you back to where you came yeah. from. Why the hell would you wait until the day your visa expires? There's so much crap. And I'm trying to understand, but like, her planning process. That doesn't even make no sense. That doesn't make any sense because they have to, he has to get over here and they have to be married before his visa expires. Right. So does are they getting married the day he gets here? Well, yeah, it's weird. 
Right. Okay. That, that's a good point because a K-1 visa is activated upon marriage, right? But I do know that there's, you have a certain amount of time to get here after it's approved. And then the 90 days would um, start the day you arrive. So like, say you get approved May 1st, you might have until like November 1st to actually get here. Okay. And, and then the visa expires it's null and void you'd have to apply for a new one i got you. so the 90 days doesn't start from the approval that they get over in ecuador it starts from the day you arrive here but that visa is only good for so many months you have to get over here to activate it and then it begins those days so apparently he got approved a while back and just never came and she never really explained why was it a money issue was he working was something going on was he like detained somewhere like she never yeah. explained why he would get approved and then just sit there until the day before it expires to get on the plane not to mention he speaks no english it was his first time flying he had connecting flights he had customs like i'm a seasoned traveler and i've missed connecting flights yeah. right like if you don't know your way around the airport or if you don't have a really good sprint about you you will yeah. miss your flight so she put a lot of trust in the fact that it was his first time flying, he was gonna figure out a way to get to the right gate. He's gonna get through customs with no English. He yeah. was gonna explain, like she was putting a lot of trust. Why didn't she fly over there and, and travel with him? Yes, just to make sure shit went um, smoothly. <laughs> like this whole story has so many holes in it. That's why I'm excited to see, because even finding out that he has family here and stuff, it still doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. So I know that there has to be more that we're not getting yet. Yeah, yeah, something's fishy. Yeah. Like I said, new season, new drama, and new bullshit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, though. So Jasmine said that she's not attracted to good-looking traditional men, <laughs> right? That was something that she said tonight. And I was going to ask you ladies, I was like, so was her ex, Dane, an ugly man? No, but he wasn't, like, holy shit hot either. But he's better than Gino. Well, right. She said that she's into goofy, strange, weird, head-shaped men. And I was like, well, Jasmine, your ex didn't look like that. So I was like, is this like your newfound type? Yeah. Or or is your type a man who has a certain amount of commas or zeros in his bank account? And you, it doesn't really matter what he looks like or if he has yeah. a hat for every season or day. Like, it just matters how much money he has in the bank. So I was like, you can't sit here and say your type is strange, ugly men when you were dating an ex who lived also lived in a $3,000 a month apartment. Yep. So I was like, your standards changed a little bit because this was the very last guy that she dated before um, she got with Gino. So yep. it's not like that actually happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Dane was like, holy shit, drop dead gorgeous, but he was definitely not bad i mean i didn't think he was ugly i mean i felt like he was a contrast to gino like if you put the two next to each other and say that these are her type you would say well they're not there's nothing to compare about them they're just different in every way but neither right? of them is a manly man like well be that way but you nailed that, that jasmine needs to be with a man that she can control yes that is so important for her in a relationship and i know she's a feisty latina and latina women don't like to be controlled or be told what to do at all they like to be in charge but she definitely finds the type of man who she can walk all over yes right because i'm looking at gino and gino is like sending her money for a wedding dress which is very important because they only have 90 days to get married he was nice enough 
I don't want to say nice enough to send her the money because he's supposed to buy the dress. Well, actually, who's supposed to buy the dress? It's who buys the dress when you get married? I mean, it just depends. So the situation is it's well, that 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 question's hard for me to answer because I mean, like, um, because you know, I, I I've only been you know I've been married to a Hispanic, so whenever like on the Hispanic side we have you have what you call padrinos so they buy your dress they buy the food they buy the the whatever it is you got they go buy your rings they buy everything the bride and the groom buys absolutely nothing oh i see i want to get i want to get married there i like that <laughs> i've only been married once it was traditional my father paid for everything i mean i inevitably i won my my wedding later on long story but i so my dad paid for everything it was up to my dad to pay for it oh i see okay usually the bride's father so, oh. on well let me say usually the bride's father on the first marriage if you get married oh, so after that it's on you it's on you like you okay yeah so gino gave her the money for the dress and she bought butt injections with the money and i was like this this is the the bought butt implants Oh, but implants. So that's different than injections. Yeah. Implants means permanent. Implants is a, like, you can't get injections in your boobs. You either get an augmentation, get implants, or not. Oh, so that, okay, so this is going to be her butt until they take it out. Yes. Okay, so injections means your butt puffs out and then it eventually deflates. <laughs> Literally. Oh. Okay, okay, so okay, so she bought implants. That's probably why it costs so much more because I was like injections, I've seen like stuff online where women can get injections for like three hundred dollars. Yeah. So apparently implants is like a major surgery. Yeah. So she spends the money. And I was like, this is a real good representation of how Gino can be walked all over because she knew she could take the money and do whatever she wants with it and he's just gonna give her more money. This just shows but that he also said that he didn't know, which I call bullshit. There's no way Gino didn't know she was going in for a major surgery. Exactly. Because um, when you have a major surgery, especially like butt implants, I mean, when they call, she's going to be laying down every uh, the whole time. Yeah. And then with butt implants, don't they like put a wrap or something around you? Yeah. So well, how's he not going to know? You wouldn't be able to walk very well either. No. Or like go to the she, bathroom. Yeah. Get on a pillow and that was however long afterwards. Yeah. He one of those would know because Jasmine every time she posts she's either doing exercises she's running she's wearing something really tight I mean, it'll be really um easy to tell that she's had something done yeah because she's usually showing skin you know the it would be out of character for her to go live laying in the bed under the cover that would be completely out of character for her so you're right he, he knew and I think Absolutely. that's that's the whole point she knew that she could spend the money on whatever she wanted and she could just hit him up for more money because I was like look at this she's at a doggy salon getting yeah. her dog pampered with Gino's money. And I was like, this just shows that Gino is definitely not, I don't, what's the word that can be correct? He's not putting his foot down. Yeah. Because he said um, on the last season that we just watched, he was like, I'm putting my foot down, I'm standing up to her, I'm not letting her take advantage of me. And then boom, first episode, she's buying butt implants yeah. with his money and taking her dog to the doggy salon. I was like, there's women who can't afford to go to the human salon. Yep. You're taking your dog to the salon. I was like, this is crazy because he's literally just said he was going to stop spending all of his money on whatever she told him to spend it on. And boom, here yeah. we go. Exact same thing. I want to 
if she got some more butt plugs, maybe bigger. <laughs> oh, so um, Gino left his job for up to a year because he's gonna, you know, they're getting married. She has to get her license. Um, she has to plan the wedding and he wants to get her acclimated into life in Michigan, which I think she's not gonna like. I've been to Michigan. I, I, I'm pretty sure she's not gonna like it. I'm not saying that Michigan isn't great, yeah. but Jasmine's yeah. used to Panama, which is kind of like a Miami, yeah. you know, like where she lived. Um, so I don't think she's gonna like Michigan, but he's gonna take that time to try to acclimate her. But I was like, in my mind, to offset the spending that she's gonna spend when she's here, he should have took on a second job, right? right? I feel like it's gonna be impossible to control her spending because once she gets to America, she's just gonna have access to everything. She'll have access to going to the store and spending his money, cars. Um, she's gonna have more access to, to anything she wants to do. Because in Panama, she wasn't able to spend his money unless he sent it to her. But, but he, this was also very contradictory to me because last season he said he was retiring and wanted to have the baby. So he didn't yeah, take yeah. a year off, he retired. And he's a millionaire, so it doesn't matter. Well, millions of dollars can be spent really fast when you're getting boobs and butt injections and, and, and Botox and $450 yes, hair extensions. But they both have a full-time job with TLC, so they have money coming in, as do her kids. I mean, there's money coming in. He just retired from yeah, the job. now with her putting her son on the show, you know that she um, she's going to be getting that check. Well, with the kids, I'm pretty sure they pay it into like a fund. Yeah, I think it goes into a trust until they're 18. Yeah, until they're 18. I don't think they're going to give her any money, but she could probably up her episode, her episode fee yeah. by... Um, they're by, not in movies anymore. They, right. They don't get $1,000 an episode anymore. That's and true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, with the drama, I don't know. I'm just, I can't, I can't do her ugly cry anymore. I just can't. But also, can we address the fact that this freaking dog isn't even potty trained? Yeah, how long do you take? Okay, so how long does it take to potty train a dog? I was told it takes like two to three months fully. Is that true? I mean, it just depends. I have five dogs. They all took different amount of time to potty train. Some but are smarter than others. Was it hard for you to potty train the dogs? No. You take them outside. You reward them. You give them a treat. You, you just... It, it's like a kid. You need to be on top of it. Take them outside. When they're puppy puppies, you take them outside frequently, like every 20 minutes, just in case, because they don't even know when they got to go. Yeah. And every time they go outside, you give them a treat. You reward good behavior. It's fairly simple. I would never put my dog in a diaper and hope for the best. <laughs> that was just, so, I was like, oh my gosh, not a diaper. Yep. Really? Well, the fact that the dog has been peeing on the floor and on beds and on rugs is crazy to me yeah. because I don't know, Jasmine seems like a clean person. You know when you meet someone and they seem like really clean? Right. It's really interesting when you find out that they aren't. Because yeah. I was like, I can't imagine walking into her house and there's like pee everywhere. I tell like, you right? what, I don't part of that $3,000 apartment's going really. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the security deposit is probably yeah. gone, right? Like, yeah. I feel like when you have an animal, that's the, your security deposit is just automatically yeah. gone because landlords, they look at animals as, oh, that's a liability. There's going to be everything wrong. And I feel like, I feel like in general, security deposits are a scam. I feel like they look for anything to take it anyway. But like having a dog that you were letting pee everywhere. Yeah. Like it's, it's it, but the security deposit wasn't hers. Yeah. 
So it's like, what does she care, right? Like it was Gino's money. It's never was her money. She never paid for it. She made it very clear that she wasn't paying a dime yep. for that apartment. So she's never going to. Well, he asked, is the dog potty trained or is it at least going on a mat? Like, how do you not potty train your freaking dog? So you guys have been apart for how many months now? And you still haven't, your dog's still wearing a diaper? Like, first of all, why is your dog wearing a diaper? Second of all, why is your dog still wearing a diaper? <laughs> That's like taking your kid to first grade in a diaper. You just don't do that. Well, isn't it possible for her to take the dog to a trainer and get it potty yeah. trained at a trainer? Because I'm pretty sure actually that salon probably could have helped her. I've heard of people who get a dog like it was a rescue, so it doesn't have like the best manners, and they'll take it to a trainer for a few weeks and then go pick it up, and you get a completely different dog. Like the I dog that's. I rescued an eight year old Chihuahua that was highly, highly, highly abused. He wasn't potty trained even a little bit. It took me less than seven days. He was potty trained and the best dog in the world. See, so she just doesn't care, yeah. right? Is that what it is? But how is she going to get on a plane and stuff with the unpotty trained dog? She's just going to leave the diaper on the dog and hope I'm for the sure. best? Like, I don't think you can even take your dog out of the carrier on a plane. Oh, so she's just, oh, okay, I see. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with this. So, um, what happened? What? Hold on. I think there was one more thing I wanted to talk about with them. Um, mileage on a treadmill. Hmm? How do you tell mileage on a treadmill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to talk about. So I was like, she's over in Panama buying bud implants, and he's over there like two hundred dollars is too much for a used treadmill. He's like how many miles are on it? <laughs> and I was like, do treadmills measure miles? <laughs> like, I have never heard of anything like that in my life. Like, I know motorcycles. Leave it to um, Gino. Yeah. Right. And he was like, that's just way more than my budget. And I was like, you don't have a budget. You're marrying yeah. Jasmine. Yeah. I was like, basically, all of your money is gone. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know any other way to put it. Like, in layman's terms, your money is gone. The second she arrives, you're bankrupt. She's spending uh-oh, I lost you. Any budget, there's not going to be any savings. And I was like, why wouldn't, why do, do people buy treadmills? I thought you go to the gym. Because treadmills and like that equipment takes up so much space in your house. Like, why wouldn't you just go to the gym? It's much easier to have that somewhere else. I mean, I had a treadmill. It was the best laundry hanger I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean. It's like when you have it in your house, I don't know. I feel like I'm more motivated to go to the gym. Then yeah, to go exercise. To the gym. If I have this stuff at the house, I won't do it. I'll just like, you know what? I'll do it later. Or I'm too busy. Or I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I literally <laughs> have a tanning bed right there. And I haven't used it in two and a half years. What? Wait, you have a tanning but bed? I gotta in go your to the bed every day. Yeah, I gotta go to the tanning bed every day. Two feet from me. And I haven't used it in like two and a half years. That's crazy. There's people who pay a lot of money. There's like, when I, well, not here, because I live in Florida, but like when I lived in Ohio, yeah. there were these places like called South Beach Tan and these tanning salons. People would go pay like $20, $30 an hour to go lay in the tanning bed. And you could yeah. do that right, right now. And you don't do it. That's crazy. Mine is actually holding my blankets. Oh, no. It's like become a, a clothing rack. It's holding blankets and pillows. <laughs> but this is what I mean. Like treadmills are, like you said, they're clothing racks that weigh a, ho a whole lot more than they should, right? Like you could get a clothing rack and it's like, wait, this person says I spent $3,000 and never use it. And 
it was goodwill three years later. See, that's yeah. such a horrible investment, such a bad investment. And I think they are. So I think $200 is cheap for a treadmill though, because I did buy a treadmill back in the day when I was like really big and I needed to exercise. And I think I paid like five or $600. Yeah. So $200 was a good deal. And if Gino thinks that $200 is a lot of money, he's marrying the wrong woman. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to say it. He's marrying the wrong woman. $200 is a steal compared to what she's going to hit him up for on a daily basis. Yeah. Do you think that Jasmine is going to expect, like, an allowance? Like, do you think that she's going to expect him to just give Absolutely. her? Because that's what I was wondering, too. Because when she's here, she's not going to want to just sit around the house and look at Gino. She's going to no. want to go out and do things. He's going to need, run. like, an allowance. She's going to expect him to go to the bank as soon as her feet hit the United States. They're going to have to run to the bank. He's going to have to put her on the account and open her, her, her own account and put money in that account on a weekly, ba on a right. weekly basis. She's not going to want to keep asking him for money every time she wants something. She's just going to want to have access to it. She's going to use the whole, you were paying X amount of dollars when I was in Panama. I should be able to have it now. You are paying $3,000 a month for rent and you are paying for this and you are paying for that. Why can't I have that here? I did read somewhere though. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but they recently had a fight because Jasmine was transferring money that she shouldn't have been. And oh, oh, so she had access. So it was joint accounts yeah. and she was transferring money into private accounts. But I don't know that that's true. That's something I read. I, I, I it, can't. It doesn't say. sound off-brand, but yeah. this is all allegedly. Not we don't know. Jasmine. Right. Not like, Jasmine. This is allegedly. We don't know if that's true. This is not off-brand, but we don't know the truth. So I want to talk about Rob and Sophie because there's a lot to unpack here, right? So yeah. Rob is a model from Inglewood, California, who's dating Sophie, who's like a socialite, rich influencer model. First of all, can I just touch on the fact that I miss when the show wasn't just all influencers and models. I miss when it was just real people. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I'm not hating. I don't care if you're a model and you're gorgeous and you're beautiful and you're a socialite and you're an influencer. That's great. 90 Day Fiance didn't used to be about that. Yeah. And I kind of miss when it was real people. Absolutely. Really, really in relationships. Because now I don't know who's like on the show because they like the person in the other country or they're on the show because they're a model and they need more followers, yeah. right? Like it's getting, the, the lines are getting blurred. So I got that vibe from Rob and Sophie, right? I got a really strong like, oh yeah, we're gonna go on this TV show and we're gonna boost our career. So I wanna talk about Rob's apartment because I don't know, I, okay, so I didn't know that there are still living conditions in America where you didn't have a bathroom in your home. Oh yeah, it's all, I didn't know that. All over the place. There's tons of studio apartments. But there's no bathroom in it. You have to go outside? The community bathroom. This is a real thing. Yeah. Very Even real. if it's like raining or snowing yeah. or this, this is insanity to me. <laughs> How and people are accepting this as yeah. living conditions. Yeah. Oh my Oh my God. When I saw that, did you see Did you see the condition of the, I don't want to call it a bathroom. Can we call it an outhouse? Yeah. Did you That's see what the condition? It looked like was more of an outhouse. Yeah. It was filthy. Yeah. Like it looks like third world country filthy. Like we've seen, actually, let's get real. We saw Valentine's bathroom um, in the DR and it was 150,000 times nicer and cleaner 
yeah. than the bathroom that he had and it was in their apartment yeah i was just really shocked at the fact that he was bringing a girl who's accustomed to having maids and she's a socialite and she's a model to live there like it yeah. really shocked me because i was like well you should have been spending this time to get a good job and, and upgrade your apartment because you're never going to be able to keep a girl of that stature she has expectations because she said that her family is rich she's never even asked how they got rich yeah. she just knows that they're rich it doesn't even interest her to know how her grandfather got so much money she just knows that she can travel she can live in big beautiful homes she went to private school um she just knows that her life is great and she could care less. I was like, that kind of reminds me of the mob. But yeah. We're not gonna, we're not gonna say anything yeah, unless about it, right? But that's fine. <laughs> right, I don't, we don't want to like piss off the mob, but I was like, yeah. it seems like you're, you're describing the mob, but we're not yeah. gonna, we're not gonna go there. Yeah. But I'm just really interested in seeing how she adapts to that because it's kind of interesting because usually we see the Americans on the other way try to adapt to different conditions and we're watching the vice versa situation yeah. of it. We're gonna watch her leave an amazing place amazing conditions to come to America to live with him in conditions that she's going to find probably deplorable. And I'm just I made the comment that you, I mean, I'm in total agreement with you where we miss the real people meeting for the real thing. Yes. But that's what's the, that's the beauty of the OG 90 day fiance, because these people have already applied for their visas. So they've yeah. already been all that shit. They've already met, they've already lived together, they've already known each other for years. So I don't, I mean, it's a lot of drama and it's a lot of bullshit. Don't think that I'm candy coating that at all. But at least these people didn't just meet three months ago and say, hey, I heard about this great show, we should try it. So if they've already got their visa in the works, they put some time into this relationship. So that's what I appreciate about this, this OG. I do too, you're right. because. Um, Manuel and Ashley, 10 years, yeah. 10 years. And these are not people who are like, oh, we spent like two weeks together. Now we're going to get, these people have invested relationships. One of them is on their second K-1 visa and we're dating back to like 2006. Yeah. Okay. Like this is legit relationships. So you know that we are getting some foundation yeah. because you're right. We would get, we would meet the people, watch the whole season. And then by the tell all they were broken up because yeah. there was no foundation. They didn't know each other. They had no interest in getting to know each other. It was all a waste of everybody's time, yeah. right? Yep. So um, Sophie said that she was mixed race and that was really hard for her growing up. Did anybody else get the vibe that she could have possibly bleached her skin because she didn't look mixed race to me? She didn't even look a little mixed. I don't ever want no, to like- The black hair, she looked mixed. Well, right, when she was that younger picture with her curly hair, I said, okay, yeah, I can see it. But like now, when she was talking about it, I was like, you don't look mixed race. And I'm like, I'm looking for the mixed race girl that you're discussing and, right now. And, and I don't find it. Didn't she say that her mom was white and her dad was black? Yeah. Okay. Then they showed her mom who was darker complected, dark hair, dark features. Like, I don't know who she's trying to look like, but she doesn't look like either one of her parents, apparently. I got the vibe that she bleached yeah. her skin. Because in those earlier pictures, it was darker. People don't typically lighten right. as they get older. You usually darken. Like when I was born, I was a pale white baby. Unless those and pictures, then, unless some of those pictures weren't really her. I mean, oh, okay, well. yeah, it could have been maybe a sister or a cousin or smile. That's true too. That's true too. But it's a really weird thing because she said that she got bullied um, and made fun of a lot. I was under the impression that the race 
issue in in London and the UK wasn't as bad as it was here. Am I wrong? I don't know. Honestly, See, I'll have to look into that. I always heard that they never, you know, it was never as bad as it was there. I know for a fact that here it, it's it still exists. But I, I heard in London they never treated black people as horribly as it did. We have to look into that. But I don't know the way that she was describing it. I was like, I didn't realize that that was going on in in the UK with mixed race people because there, you know, black people have been in the UK as long as the UK has been around. So I'm really convinced that she might be exaggerating her backstory a little bit. I don't know. Every I don't know. Well, I, I don't get like great. It, her boyfriend, Rob, he's mixed race also, and he looks mixed race. Yes. And then when they show a picture of them together, she doesn't look even a little mixed. Not a and little. Beauty. Yeah. I, I saw the same thing and I was dying. I was like, girl, fix your wig. <laughs> yeah, Judy, right? And I was like, why is she wearing a wig at yeah. all? And then why is she wearing it so horribly? I was like, wigs are not difficult. You know, you put it on, go look in the mirror, make sure it's the right way. And it just, there was a lot, this whole story. So I have to ask this question because I put a poll on Twitter and um, I said, I don't know who's more self-centered, um, Sophie or Rob. And unfortunately, um, it's a tie. It's a two-way tie. So I have to break the tie with you guys. Who do you think is the most self-centered? Between the two interviews you saw, between Rob and Sophie, who do you think are the ones that are the most self-centered? Between Rob and Sophie? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I gotta say Rob. Rob? Okay. Okay. That's how he was talking. I think it's a pretty close tie. Yeah, I, I did. I felt like that they are so self-involved. I was like, Imagine two self-involved, self-centered people trying to marry someone other than themselves. Because I was like, how could Rob love anyone other than himself? The whole package, he's like talking about, well, I'm really good looking and I only date people that are good looking and I'm a model and all this. And then Sophie is like, oh, well, I, I shop and I, I live this lifestyle. And I'm like, y'all are so self-centered. I'm trying to figure out how y'all even had enough time to notice each other between taking selfies of yourself, right? I was like, that's kind of interesting that you even noticed each other because y'all are like ridiculously obsessed with yourself. Right. Oh, so Sophie said that Rob doesn't have a, a normal job. He works odd jobs. So what do you guys think of Rob bringing somebody over here to live with him? Um, and I don't know how the UK visas work. I know the UK visas, can you work over here from a UK visa or is it the same? You still need to apply for citizenship. You still have to, well, unless you do a spouse, also visa, but on the K one visa, yeah. still for yeah. Who's gonna take he's care of probably, her? He's That's probably it. thinking that he's probably thinking that um, since she's rich, her family's got a lot of money. That her family's going can send money over here. But how did he get approved to approved to sponsor her? Well, yeah, it, it's based on he could have got, um, got someone to um to oh, sponsor. Yeah. You you nailed it. Remember um Rebecca and Zayed. Rebecca had her dad no. become, was it, or was that Tiffany? Tiffany. No, Tiffany uh, had her dad sponsor Ronald yeah. because she didn't make enough. I think it's 50000 or 55000 yeah. annually that you have to make in order to bring the person over. So yeah, he had to ask someone who made that because yeah. working odd jobs, he's not pulling in $55,000 a year and if he, on odd jobs. He doesn't have any proof of income if he is. Oh my God. So what do you guys think of this couple? Because in my opinion, they look doomed from the start because we found out that Sophie was on Bumble, 
which is a dating app when she was in the US visiting him, in which- In Mexico. Yeah. Oh, and in Mexico. Okay, so yeah. she was looking for people all over the place. How do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like, see, I feel like Sophie is an opportunist because I feel like she's really beautiful and I feel like she doesn't have to be with anyone that she doesn't want to compromise with. And I feel like being with Rob seems like a really big compromise. So I was like, just because he's good looking, you know, is that enough for you to live somewhere where you have to use an outhouse? She said that there is a raccoon out there. She's just trying to get to the US, that's it. She even said to her mom, when Rob, mom said, Rob the knob. <laughs> that was awesome. She's like, don't say that yet. Once we get married, you can do whatever you want. You can call him and say whatever you want. Don't do that yet. She's just trying to get here. That's so it. Do you th think that she has like another person in waiting? Because remember um, Eve and Muhammad, um, when Eve brought him over here, he got here and there was another person waiting for him. Yep. There was another woman. He left her almost right away. Like all, they barely finished filming and he was already living with somebody else. And yeah. I feel like, do you think Sophie has something like that going on? Because she, I mean, she looks like the type that would be with someone like a socialite, a guy who's like a DJ or um, he's a club promoter, somebody bringing in more money than Rob. Yeah. That was my first thing. I was like, I don't see why she would come over here to be broke. The Cause she's only rich. Thing I had good to say about him was appearance wise. I love him. Appearance right. wise. So. That's all she said, because what else did he have to offer? I mean, the neighborhood that he was living in, um, I don't think she's going to like it. But I, I mean, I've been to California. She didn't even say, he's got such a great personality. He makes me laugh. He's just, he's such a great person. He makes me feel loved. None of that shit. All she said was, appearance-wise, I love him. I know. They're so shallow. Okay, yeah. so um, Judy says that he doesn't know that she's bisexual. I don't see that that's a big deal. Like a guy finding out his girlfriend is bisexual usually goes positively. Am I right? Yeah. Like it's it's usually negative if the girl finds out her boyfriend is bisexual because it, it hits different to, for the girl. Yeah. Then she feels a little more insecure. But a guy looks at it as, oh, well, that's an additional woman that we could bring in. Yeah. Which is also sexist and wrong to think because just because she wants might want to be with a woman doesn't mean she wants to be with you and a woman. But she like guys are very shallow that way. But why does she want but why does she want to be with him if she wants to wait till she gets to the United States, get married, then tell him that she's bisexual, and then hopefully he will allow her to explore her sexuality? Mm. Yeah. True. And by, and by that term, explore her sexuality, I feel like she means without him. Right? Yes, that's, that's exactly. The vibe, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because a lot of guys look at it as, oh, yeah, we can we can explore that. That's not the vibe yeah. I got. The vibe I got was she wanted to do her own thing and explore and find women that she might be attracted to and he could stay at home. Right? Yeah. That was the vibe that I got. And it's like, if it even gets that far, once she gets here and they get married, she might be out, out of town. You know, like, who knows? There might you, know be what, you know what vibe I'm getting? Do you remember that one couple that me and you did the podcast on um, seeking... Um, was it brother husband you remember yeah. um the one that i cannot remember her name but she wanted her husband to stay at home while she went out and she did her own yep. thing to explore that's the vibe i'm getting i remember, I remember yeah. them yeah she wanted he 
she wanted to go out, have boyfriends, go on dates and everything, and he wasn't allowed to even meet them. I do remember what exactly. you're talking about. Yeah. And in the other relationships on that show, everybody was involved. Yeah. Everybody would go out together. Everybody lived together. It was, and she would tell him, you know, if I bring someone home, sleep in the guest room and don't bother us. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of how the vibe I'm getting from Sophie. And it's like, I get that being bisexual, it doesn't, you can't be closed in to, to a box of just one thing. But it's like, when you commit to marrying someone, you have to commit to being with that one person. And it's yeah. like, you know, if you're not able to commit to that one person, you can't marry someone and then tell them after the fact, like, hey, I, I like women too. Or like, I like men too. Like, you can't, that's not fair. And I feel like, just like with the witch thing, these things need to be disclosed before you enter into a long-term commitment yeah. Yeah. with someone. It's unfair for him to say I do to her without having the full story, the full understanding of what he's getting into. Like when you go on a job interview and they tell you, oh, um, this is a very dangerous job, but before I tell you, you know, the dangers of the job, do you want to take the job? You're like, no, tell me what do you mean by that? Am I going to die? Like, am I going to get hurt? Like, tell you're not going to accept the job until they tell you, you know, what it entails. And it, it works with relationships too. You can't accept a person for who they are if you don't really know who they are, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah. And yeah, he was throwing um, ro um, roach traps everywhere. I noticed that, like everywhere. Was that <laughs> roach traps or mouse traps? I thought it was I, mouse traps. It looked like roach, mouse. Roach, tra roach traps. I mean, they're like little black ones. He was just throwing them everywhere. I thought they were mouse traps. Uh -uh. It's really interesting uh -huh. because when you see how put together he is and how he dresses nice, his hair is cut nice, you would never realize that he lived in such a shithole. Uh. So I think it's crazy to me when you see people and you like watch them and how they are in, in public and then you see the type of person they are behind closed doors is crazy. That's why pe the people tell you, get to know people first. Right. Go to their house, don't move in, like go visit, go have dinner, find any excuse. If they're dropping, if they stop at home, say you gotta pee, go and see who you're dealing with and how they live. It's so important. So you don't end up on a plane moving into somebody's house that has more roach traps than running sinks. Okay, like- But she said that she stayed with him for two months in the same apartment. No. Yeah, he did say but that. I thought it was they stayed together for two months, but they didn't. I didn't. I did. I thought he was with her over there. No, he said no. He stayed with him, um, for two months in his studio apartment because that's when mm -hmm. she was talking about when she went to the bathroom, a raccoon fell on the roof or something yeah, like I, that. So okay, I, yeah, yeah, when she was talking to her mom, and the mom said, you know, he should be working on getting a better place for you. Yeah. or whatever he she did say that she stayed there so okay let's get into that is it okay for her to demand another place if she stayed there already yeah it's, so it's okay she can say you this already know what what it is yeah and no, and moving into your shithole like <laughs> i mean i don't know like she knew that the place was terrible before she got here i feel like she should have said hey before i buy my ticket and come there i need you to upgrade your apartment I feel like go, getting there is just kind of like what Holly did to Wayne. She got there and was like, hey, buy another house. Like she should have said, hey, if you want me to get on this plane and move in with you, I need to be in a different house. I don't like how people kind of- asking him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right.
he just seems like he's a it's a my way or the highway kind of thing take it or leave it and for whatever reason she's playing along yeah no, and i'm confused by it because yeah. is he in any position to be making demands no his bathroom is outside no. and it's huh. dirtier than a gas station bathroom on route 66 yep. at 3 a.m yep. so like is he really in a place to be making demands like hey this is how things are going to be I'm like no Things right. aren't going to be like that. Like, honestly, the fact that she's even still talking to you after seeing that apartment, you should be kissing her yeah. feet. Right? Like, yeah. you should be kissing her feet. The fact that she returned your phone calls after she left, after staying there, that says a lot. And I don't even have yeah. good vibes about her, but the fact that she's even dealing with him is crazy to me because that apartment was too much. Like, I, I don't judge. I do. I do. But <laughs> I, I don't judge. But that apartment was a lot for me. I was like, I don't think that I would even visit but yeah. you know like i would just stand outside the door and you know like i'm not going in that was a, a lot for me yep yeah right. exactly all right so let's talk about nikki exotica right so nikki exotica uh, aka nicole um she's with justin which what did anyone catch what his real name was i missed it igor. Um, igor 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 but she calls him justin because she felt like he looked like justin timberlake did y'all see the resemblance? I didn't see it. Did you see the resemblance? No. No, but she couldn't do Igor because it made her think of Frankenstein. I get it. I get it. That is such an ugly name. Like, whoever names their children Igor, don't do that. Please. <laughs> don't do Please that. don't do that. That's not nice. P p children are mean. Don't yeah. name your kid that. It's funny because he doesn't look like an Igor. He kind of looks like a Justin. Right? Like, so I was like, good for you for changing the name. But, okay, I want to get into the fact that she went over to Moldova to be with well there was a guy that she was with and he was in america and then he got extradited back to moldova for something legal she went back over there to see him and he was living with another woman so he was playing her and then she met igor justin and she didn't tell him right away that she was trans right and a lot of people online are, are mixed vibe mixed bag about it so how do you guys feel do you feel like she should have told him. Do you feel like that's personal? It's none of his damn business. Like, how do you guys feel? Because a lot of people feel yeah. weird about it. it. I'm still pissed about it. it. Here we go with more secrets right out of the gate. Like, yeah, that's something, something like that needs yep. to, you need to be honest with, with your partner. Absolutely. Hands down. Well, and then tell him until two years later. Right. And weren't, weren't, so, okay, I have a little, questions and i'm a little slow so like did she have all of the surgeries done yes and i had every surgery possible from head to toe okay so that means that they were probably intimate before she told him yes. right and I you guys were together, feel, together two years so you guys feel like that was that was That's, wrong she shouldn't have done that, that was bullshit that okay, was very so, wrong because the internet was saying that too they were like it's not fair because he's even to his own words said that i come from a very narrow-minded country mm -hmm. people don't have an open mind like they do in america or in the uk or in these bigger places he was like people here see something or hear something and it's just wrong yeah. there's no communication there's no negotiation there's no understanding there's no explanation they just feel like it's wrong so now um the situation is he doesn't want to be intimate with her as frequently as she wants or at all i don't know because they haven't seen each other in like what 15 years so but apparently the the sex has been less and less after he found out how do you guys feel about that do you feel like he should have just broken up with her and ended it or do you feel like 
him trying to accept the fact that she was born a man like how do we feel i'm really confused by the whole situation well i'm not trying to be an asshole and we all know how that's gonna go <laughs> i'm just gonna say it we saw the pictures 15 years ago she was beautiful we for today she is not well she definitely looks a lot different and i mean she's she's very open you know we've been on watching people on the show who will have surgery done and then completely lie and say it never happened mm -hmm. nikki is very open she's like i've had every surgery you can think of every part of my body nose mouth lips chin everything she's very open about it but mm -hmm. at the same time he even in, in um justin's eyes he feels like when she puts on her makeup and stuff she said he thinks she looks like a drag queen and she, she said that, that that makes him very uncomfortable because he doesn't want anyone to figure it out. But she didn't look like a drag queen before he knew. Well, no, yeah. we saw the picture. She looked extremely beautiful and young. Yeah. Every, she was amazing. She, I don't want to say anything about her current looks, but you know, she doesn't also, look the way that she did she's not, before. She's not ugly, but you can tell that she's overdone it with the surgery yeah got yeah and i think that that's what bothers him because even if he accepts it like personally in his own heart other people around him won't accept yeah. it or his family won't accept it because they're just from a, a culture it's just not okay yeah it's just not okay and unfortunately you know we're watching things happening in the world now with wars and, and they're never going to get to the point where they're fully adapted to the real world people think oh if you're not this religion we're gonna bomb you or if you don't do this you're wrong like they don't have any actual open-mindedness right. in these places so i feel like i want them i want to be like supportive but i do feel like it's asking a lot of him because she kind of didn't tell him and you then expected him to be a whole relationship on the biggest mm -hmm. lie possible mm -hmm. biggest that's so possible that's really hard, hard for me. It's hard. And it's like, I know that because I know for a fact that if you're trans, it's like very personal. And mm -hmm. you don't just go tell everybody like you don't tell people you just meet. But when you're going to be intimate and be in a relationship with them, I do think it's important, Absolutely. you know, to be open and forthcoming. Because like you said, when you build a foundation of relationship, it can't be built on lives, it'll just collapse. Yeah. And it's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. They had a K1 visa. They were um, they were going to be together. Everything was fine. And then the relationship, since it was built on a lie from the beginning, it fell apart before they could actually get down the aisle. And I feel like that might have a big part of why it didn't work out the first time. Yeah. And also, she did say it was 20 years ago that she had her whole sex change. So. Oh, so it was 20 years ago. Okay. And she said that she um, met him 17 years ago. So yeah, it was, um, she had the surgery done three years before they met. And at that point there was there was absolutely no way because i saw the pictures that justin would have ever knew the difference unless she told him there's absolutely no way because when i was looking at the pictures of them together when they first met there's no way you could have convinced me that she was anything but a woman yeah. or born a woman there's no way you could have convinced me anything otherwise yeah. she was beautiful i never would have known so i totally understand why he kind of felt tricked yeah because absolutely a beautiful woman you're in a relationship you're being intimate you're building something strong and then all of a sudden she said she just yelled it out yeah can you imagine yeah. someone just yelling that out to you and she, no she told him just because um, the only reason why she told him is because she got mad at him yeah. because he didn't want to work he didn't want to help clean he didn't want to do anything 
He wanted her to work, clean, cook, and take care of him, wait on him hand and foot. And then she got mad and said, oh, yeah, by the way, I used to be a man. Yeah. That's crazy. The fact that, again, the fact that he even talked to her again after that is crazy, right? Because yeah. that's a lot. And we remember from um, um, Andre, Andre had that exact same idea of, of women. Yeah. Cook, clean, have kids, don't talk back, you know, wait on me hand and foot. That's a very cultural thing for Moldova. Yeah. So what he was expecting out of her was pretty much what he would have expected out of any woman that he was going to marry yeah. in Moldova. She just didn't see it that way because, you know, she's in New Jersey. Girl. Lucky that, he's, that Justin's as nice of a guy as he is. Because could you imagine if it was Andre and Libby? And Libby's like, hey, I used to be a man. Andre would just beat her ass right there and call it a day. Go back to Moldovian prison and that's that. You're right. You're very right. Because even um, Justin said, or no, Nikki said, she said in that country, people are hurt, beat up, jumped, whatever, for just being gay. Just for being gay. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's just gay. So imagine if she did this to the wrong guy. Yeah. The wrong guy who had a bad temper, who, who reacted in a completely different way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have went so left. And I'm just happy yeah. that, like you said, he's a nice guy. He just, they just ended the relationship. Everything was fine. He didn't, it wasn't any abuse. You know, it could have been, it could have been much worse. And now the fact that they're trying it again. How do you guys feel about that? Because he seemed a little um, resistant when she was like, let's try it again. And he was like, are you crazy? Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Do you think that he's 100% in? Or do you think that he might be like, well, I'm 35 years old. I've always wanted to go to the US. Should I give it a shot? Because that was the first thing that came to my mind, too. I was I like, we were trying. OK, so you are on the same page as yeah. me. I'm kind of feeling like that's where it's at. Because he's yeah, 35, and he was trying to come to the U.S. 17 years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. How old would that have made him? Like 20? Uh, 18. 18. Okay, yeah. So when they met, he was really young. Because when I saw the pictures, I was like, whoa, dude looks young, right? Like, dude yeah. look young here. So, yeah, he. this was probably his dream, and that was probably what his original plan was when they met, to come with her to the U.S., and then now that the opportunity has come back up, they were single again. They started talking. He's like, hey, this is shot number two because this is going to be K-1 visa number two, you know, the last chance, kind of the last um, option. So yeah. I was really worried about that because when she said that, oh, well, he's not really attracted to me. He doesn't want to please me. And then did you see in the interview, she, he was like, we'll get a younger guy to do that for you. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, right? Like what? He was like, we'll get somebody else to please you in the bedroom so I don't have to do that. That was a major red flag for me. Yeah. So what are you doing with her at all? You don't want to touch her at all, right? So why are you going to agree to get married? What's shitty is that's not going to come up for like 10 more episodes. Oh, know? yeah. That, that's that's going to be up. a finale. Yeah, they're going to wait till the last minute to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. They have to throw something in there for us to like to keep holding on to the drama. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. See, I would have punched him in the face and kicked him in the balls and called it a day. Yep. That was, it was a wild statement. And I'm, I like them as a couple on the show because I know they're going to be drama, but I don't know, like, I'm not 100% sold they're supposed to be together. Oh, I'm definitely not rooting for them. Right. Like, I don't think, rooting for them might be wrong because I want Nikki to be happy and I don't think she's going to be happy with him. Yeah. I feel like he has goals and, and being with Nikki's not the goal. 
but being with her gets him to the goal. Like it's part of the process, right? And I just feel like she's looking to be with somebody to love her for who she is. And I don't think she's gonna get that from him. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when they're in a relationship and, and they've known each other for a really long time, they start ignoring the negative things. They're like, well, I know this person really well. I don't have to go back on dating apps. I don't have to start all over. I don't have to meet somebody and then have to go through the whole process of, again, of you know, getting to know them, telling them that I was born a man. Like, she's looking at it like, I don't have to do any of that. I've done it already. So this is just, an exactly. Yeah. I don't so know. I just feel I'm like. For the drama, bring it. Yeah, I'm ready for the drama. Okay, so um, there's a preview that came out at the beginning and there is a guy who lives in a one bedroom apartment with his mom and his mom lives in the closet. Did you see that? Like, yes, I'm saying that I was like, whoa, wait a minute, what? I am so ready. <laughs> I am so ready for this season. I was like, so you mean, and then he literally opened the closet and she's sitting there on the floor. And I'm like, you are for real. Because yeah. I was like, that is not what you mean. I was like, maybe it's an urn and her, his mom passed away. I was like, no, there's a real woman mom in the closet. I was like, I am ready for the season. I was like, the producers know what they're doing. I'm already hooked. I was like, you got some guy dating some girl, bringing her over here, already in a one bedroom apartment with nowhere for her to go. And then his mom's in the closet. And I guarantee you his girlfriend doesn't know that his mom lives in the closet. I guarantee you she doesn't know. Yep. And then she, she I don't know, because she asked him, she asked him if there's room there for her. I don't know. She might. Well, yeah, I just assume pigs and rabbits and all kinds of shit in there, too. Well, I just assume because she knew it was a one bedroom apartment. I mean, I don't think if I had my mom living in my closet, that sounds really weird to say out loud. If I have mom, my mom living in my closet, your mom in the closet right. anyway. I mean, if anybody think... sleep in the closet, you need to be sleeping in the closet, not your mom. I don't think that I would openly tell anyone. Like yeah. that wouldn't be something that I just bring up to people, especially not girls that I like. Yeah, we'll be like, hey, um, so want to come to my house? My mom won't bother us. She's sleeping in the closet. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, if you said that to a woman, she should probably call nine one one. Yeah. Right. She should probably call 911 because you don't know what that statement actually means. Because so you should really just went from TLC to the ID channel. Yeah. Just yes. like that. Yes. And I'm like, I am ready for the drama this season. Oh, and there's um another couple who's it's a guy and he's marrying a, a Muslim woman, which you know we always love these because mm -hmm. this never works, right? Like this never works. <laughs> it's impossible to mix the culture. So we get to watch this crumble as we always do. And I hate to see the demise or downfall of any relationship, but if any relationship is gonna fail, we know one of the pre people is a Muslim and one of them isn't, right? Like we know yeah. it's just not possible. Yep. It's gonna well, be good. good. We already know um, Nicole and Justin, they already doomed. Yep. So, and then from the looks of it, the, the man that's got the mom in the closet, that's already a <laughs> shit show. So. <laughs> And then the woman, the Muslim, well, I don't even think they even have a leg to stand on. No, I'm, here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it and I'm here for the tell-all. You know, I'm glad. This is the 10th season and I feel like they brought it because I was like, oh my gosh, I've been watching this show for 10 seasons. That's crazy. But I was I like, know. at least they, they brought yeah. it for this season because I was like, yeah. I need them to bring it because like I've been telling you, I've been getting bored with the show and it's been the same influencer slash models who don't have real jobs who just want to come on the show and get a bunch of followers so they can sell like products you know it's, it's been the same shit for like a long time so i felt like the the season it has some of that yeah. but at least there's some drama mixed in right like i felt like 
a lot of times it was just the BS and no drama. There's a lot of layers with this. Every time I was writing another tweet, I had to hurry up and finish sending it so I could tweet because another layer popped up. It said something else strange. So I had to twi I had to tweet that out too. I was like, damn, these people are really fucked up, right? Like every yeah. time they open their mouth, it's something crazier, right? And I feel like we're talking about I feel talking about that um, with Sophie and Rob. You know, Rob lives in um, Los Angeles, California. Okay, well, she's gonna come over here. And maybe, you know, I don't know if I would know how she wouldn't know that nothing but famous people are, are there, but her getting a, uh, just a, a glimpse and a taste of what it is like to live in a luxury life in the United States, maybe I'm thinking that's the only reason why she's sticking with Rob, just to be able to get over here so she can, you know, have her little lux luxury life. She can have that lifestyle. She just has to get residency. Yeah. It doesn't, because yeah. it isn't going to be with Rob. Rob said, he's like, being with me ain't no cakewalk. I was like, man, being with you is like living under a bridge at this point. I was like, yeah. let's just be honest. Like, being with you, he's like, it's not a cakewalk. I was like, the cakewalk would be the Ritz Carlton compared yeah. to you, bro. Yeah. The cakewalk would be uh, the embassy suites. I was like, you're basically asking her to live outside. Yeah. Because at night, it could be raining. I mean, it's California, so it's not going to be snowing, but. It could be like a hundred degrees. You're asking her to go use the bathroom outside in a hundred degrees Sit on with the raccoons. That how many people's nasty tails okay. are on, and then so, you gotta wait until you can get in the bathroom to take a shower. Like what the heck? So what? Um. Okay, I wanted to say this. Hey, Jamie, love you. Um, I wanted to hey, ask Jamie. this too. What, hey, Jamie. What makes what makes that bathroom not usable by a homeless person? Because it was just kind of open to everybody. Did you see that? Well, most of them are like, I can't, I use the term very loosely, like gated. You got to have some kind of a security card to get in. It's almost like a college dorm, if you will. Oh, okay. That's how most of them are set up. Because I, I was wondering, because when they, he opened his front door and then they showed the walk yeah. to the bathroom and it was just, the door was just opened. It's usually, and I was like, well, what if it's like, it, it looks like uh, a very large house, if you will, or almost duplexes. It looks like, but instead of it, each one being like an apartment style, it's like eight rooms stacked on each other. And then there's the central bathroom and they're just studios. A lot of times there's not, there's like a central kitchen. Most of the time it's just rooms. And then there's a central shared kitchen, a central shared bathroom, all of that. No yeah. way. Uh, yeah. No way. I don't mm -hmm. like, like when, okay, so let me be honest. Like when my mom comes to my house and she like cooks in my kitchen, it kills me. It drives me insane. Like I don't like people using anything. Yeah. And like not cleaning or not putting stuff away. So I can't imagine sharing a kitchen with people that I don't even know. Yeah. Because people are dirty and weird and strange. Yep. So like, like sharing a bathroom is I wouldn't do it. But like a kitchen is very like personal, like you keep you cook there, you eat there. And the cleanliness of your kitchen can keep you alive. You know, like that's very important. So say the person in 2B doesn't clean anything, they just leave crap everywhere. Like I'm not going to be able to use that kitchen. So this is, this is crazy. I didn't realize that people had apartments. I mean, I knew about dorms and colleges where it's like communal, the child, but I didn't realize that. that. It, I mean, it's very different, but it's similar. That's the best example that I can give. I mean, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of places like that.
good God. Somebody yeah. online said that that place probably rents out for close to 2000 or 3000 a month because it's in California, I don't, which was even more. I don't doubt that. I wouldn't put it past California because California is expensive. Oregon's ridiculous and California is worse. So Yeah, they I said mean, the fact that it what we were saying online, they were like, and the funny part is we're dogging it, but he's probably paying 2000 $3,000 a month for that tiny little space. And it, it hit even harder. I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. right? Like that's that's crazy yeah. because he had one room and he was sharing a bathroom with- $3,000 a month can get you a full house by yourself I, my, in California. My, my daughter and her boyfriend are looking for a house and the cheapest one they found so far is 2,800. Wait, where are you? Oh, you're in Oregon, right? Mm -hmm. That's high. Is it high? I don't know, is it high? I mean, it's normal for Oregon, but- it's, that is it, it, to pay twenty eight hundred dollars here in in the town that I live in. You will have a mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I lived in Ohio, when I lived in Ohio, um, there were houses like full houses, three bedroom, two bath with a full basement that were renting. All right, so like last time I checked it, it was a few years ago, like twelve hundred dollars. That would you be could get like a three three bedroom, two bath in a suburb, not like in the hood. You're not gonna get shot or anything. Like in a suburb. For like 1200 I think now, the last time I talked to a friend who still lives there, they said it's like 1500 And you can get like a three or four bedroom house, two bathrooms, a full basement, an attic, a garage with a door opener. Like this is, this is, in a, a, I get it, it's Ohio. Oh, what part? Um, Cleveland suburbs um, is where they were telling me about it. And I get it, it's Ohio, not a lot of people want to live in Ohio, but I was like, if you want to retire and you don't want to like go like out and act crazy, Retire somewhere right. like that, where you can you can get the best bang for your money. You don't have to give somebody three grand for a house. You can give somebody fifteen hundred and spend that other fifteen hundred on enjoying the surroundings. You know, doing things that yeah. you want to do because it's crazy. The rent situation in America has gotten out of it's, control. It's absurd here. I mean, obviously, my mortgage is way less than three thousand dollars a month, but to watch the rental market. Here you have to have, so you have, find a house that's $3,000 a month. That's three bedroom, two bathroom, pretty standard. You also have to have, you know, the security deposit plus mm -hmm. that deposit. But I mean, it, and you here in Oregon, you have to make three times the amount of rent. So, so $9,000 yes, a month to Ooh, qualify. Do people make that much? I mean, yeah, because the houses are flying out of here, but... Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, you can't find a rental. You just can't find a rental. And if you do, you're paying through the nose for it. Wow. It's, it's, it's weird because the market's out of control, but there's no um shortage in demand. That, Absolutely. That's the weirdest part, because it's like, well... homeless population will show you how out of control the rent is. Wow. Literally, our homeless population here has quadrupled in the last couple of years. Well, yeah, it's, it's if you were ever at rock bottom, $3,000 a month is going to be out of reach for you for a while, right? Like if you've ever hit rock bottom, you lost your job, you lost everything, 3000 a month or making 9000 in a month is going to be completely out of control for you for a while, like I don't years. Know you have to rebuild. You, I don't know who told you anything about Oregon having the highest state tax, but no, we don't even have sales tax here. You don't? Oh. Yeah, that's 
that's what that's what I found out. Um, they don't Oregon doesn't even have sales tax. I was like, yeah. what? Really? Also, if I go to Washington, I can show my Oregon ID, and I don't have to pay sales tax there. That's not fair. <laughs> we pay I tax. Mean, it works for me. You walk into a store, you see the price on the shelf. That's what you're paying, and that's that. Dude, we be getting taxed um from left and right here. I know. Yeah. That's what's good about Oregon. Hi, huh, TJ. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna wrap this up. Okay, so tomorrow we're gonna come back for the other way. Um, so the Night A Fiance OG season ten episode one that aired tonight. Um, it'll be back tomorrow. Not tomorrow, Sunday. So we'll be back to talk about that on Sunday. Um, tomorrow is the other way, the last resort. We'll be on tomorrow night to talk about the other way. Then Tuesday we'll talk about the last resort. And um, the family Chantel is going to be on November 6th. That's going to come on after the last resort's last episode. So once the last resort ends, we're going to get next week the family Chantel. There are six episodes in this last final season of the family Chantel, which is half of what we usually get. So the farewell to the family Chantel is going to be very quick, but it is going to have some pretty good scenes in it. I know if you guys want to see Scott fighting Pedro, yeah. you're going to get that this season which i think a lot of people do want to see because i kind of want to see who won i hope right? I, I kinda... scott beat his ass <laughs> i want to see who won so we're going to be um watching that too thank you guys for joining us tonight um we will see you all tomorrow night thank you to my co-hosts cara and Didi castillo make sure you're following them they're tagged in this video um make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at george mossy george mossy.com anywhere you get your podcast type in the george mossy show and we will talk to all of you guys tomorrow night bye, bye. Bye. Bye.